Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Avenue near 17th Street in both directions. We had all lanes blocked for the police activity. Traveling on Georgia Avenue southbound near Madison Street. At last report, you were still under police direction for the crash and also in northwest Vermont Avenue between K and L streets. That's where we have all lanes blocked for the gas leak taking place right now. If you're traveling on the Beltway in Virginia, you're in good shape between Alexandria and McLean with travel lanes open and available to you. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. The 7 News First Alert Forecast from Eileen Whalen. Tracking a wet weather maker this Thursday, but temperatures well above average. Highs today in the upper 50s to lower 60s. Might even feel a little bit humid. Also tracking some patchy fog and some areas of drizzle and mist. We'll stay in the 50s overnight. Tomorrow morning, early clouds and a lingering shower will give way to a little sunshine tomorrow afternoon with highs nearing 70 degrees. About a quarter to a half inch of rain today on the already saturated ground, so don't wear your nice shoes outside. I'm 7 News meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. Clouds and 59 degrees. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm Mark Lewis. Coming up, Wes Unseld is out as head coach of the Washington Wizards. The economy beating expectations in the final quarter of last year. We'll talk about it with CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Cracking down on students who use phones during school. It distracts them from learning. I'm Nick Einelli. Wall Street is higher. The Dow is up 51 points. 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Steve Kathan. Grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliners could be in the air as soon as tomorrow. United Airlines and Alaska Airlines are getting them ready for service after a round of inspections. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has more on the aftermath of the door plug that blew out on a flight earlier this month. Investigators are trying to determine if four bolts that were supposed to hold the door panel in place on that Alaska Airlines flight were installed at all. An anonymous post from someone claiming to be a Boeing employee alleges the company's own records show the four bolts were not installed. Ed Pearson is a former Boeing senior manager turned 737 MAX whistleblower. Would it surprise you to learn that bolts weren't put in a door panel? Not at all. In, in fact, the only thing surprising to us is we're so thankful that it wasn't a fatal crash. And today there are new airline rankings from the Wall Street Journal as we hear from CBS's Jen Clark. Delta took the first place spot for the third year in a row, while Alaska Airlines took second. Keep in mind, this list was put together before the Boeing door incident. Coming in dead last place is JetBlue. Rankings are based on stats like on-time arrivals, cancellation rates, and baggage handling. Well, CBS's Errol Barnett is covering the resumption of the E. Jean Carroll defamation trial in New York. Former President Trump is there. If Donald Trump takes a stand in his own defense, he might leave himself liable for additional sanctions from the judge, but also it would effectively make Carroll's case if he again disparages her and says negative things. Alabama is poised to carry out an inmate execution using nitrogen gas tonight, a method that has not been used in the U.S. Opponents like Robin Marr call it cruel and experimental. They've concealed a number of criminal 
critical details from the public, so there are many unknown questions about how this procedure will actually go forward. Well, now to the Deep South. The hard rain falls in Covington, Louisiana, one of several states that have seen heavy rain and flooding. Odyssey New York meteorologist Craig Allen. We are seeing flooding rains that will occur continue to occur across the lower Mississippi Valley, across into the southeast states, and then it works its way on up the Appalachians over into the northeast. The government says the economy grew at a 3.3% annual rate over the final three months of last year. Michelob Ultra says soccer star Lionel Messi will appear in an ad during the Super Bowl next month. Messi has had a deal with the parent company, Anheuser-Busch, since 2020. Checking Wall Streets, right now the Dow is up 40 points, the S&P is up 15, the NASDAQ is ahead 86. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 11.03 on WTOP, Thursday morning, January 25th. Clouds and 59 degrees heading into the 60s. Good morning, I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. And we're following some big changes for the Washington Wizards. The team saddled with the second worst record in the NBA, losing 10 of their last 11 games. And today, they're making a change at head coach. WTOP sports anchor Dave Preston is joining us live with more. Good morning, Mark. The Wizards promote assistant Brian Keefe into the interim coach role. The UNLV graduate has been in the NBA for the last 17 years as an assistant with Oklahoma City, New York, the Lakers, Brooklyn, and started this past fall in Washington. The team announcing earlier this morning that coach Wes Unseld Jr. will move into the front office where he'll have an advisory role. Unseld 77 wins, 130 losses in his two and a half seasons with the team. The Wiz finishing 35 and 47 and out of the playoffs in both of his full campaigns. Again, interim coach Brian Keefe leads the Wiz tonight as they host Utah. Dave Preston, WTOP News. All right, Dave. In other news, as many schools restrict student use of cell phones in class, it remains a persistent problem. And so lawmakers in Virginia want to take that step further. Scrolling through social media during class. It distracts them from learning. That's why Republican State Senator Bill Stanley says he's pushing for a bill that would explicitly tell local school boards across Virginia that they have the power to ban phones during regular school hours. Why don't we as a state say you are permitted to adopt a policy which can ban that phone? It has bipartisan support. Democratic State Senator Schuyler Van Valkenburg. I would say really in the last year or two the problem has truly accelerated. The bill passed in the Senate 36 to 3 and will now be considered by the House of Delegates. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A large-scale redevelopment project underway in Maryland just got a big funding boost. Governor Wes Moore was back at the site of the old Prince George's Hospital Center. It's well, good, thank though. Thank you so much for your support. And this time he came with a check that thrilled city and county leaders here in Chevrolet. The state DHCD is going to put $7.5 million into this project. It's not just about economic development. This is community building. By the end of the decade, the dream is that thousands of people will be living here, nearly doubling the size of Chevrolet, with residents and businesses that invest in this redevelopment, earning equity in the long run. This is about how can you come up with ways of having inclusive economic growth that ends up benefiting not just the people here, but everybody. In Chevrolet, John Dome in WTOP News.
A 10-year-old girl riding in the backseat of a car with her family was shot and killed by stray gunfire. That happened in D.C. last year. And now a second person has been arrested for the murder of Ariana Davis. D.C. police say the girl was hit by gunfire in the 3700 block of Hay Street Northeast around 9 o'clock at night as the family returned home following a Mother's Day celebration. In September, D.C. police arrested 19-year-old Coran Gregory of Southeast and charged him with first-degree murder in the girl's death. And now, 19-year-old Dallas McKinney of Southeast is also facing a first-degree murder charge. Police are searching for others involved in the Mother's Day killing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A task force put together to study Baltimore's Loyola University and its connections to slavery is out with its findings. And those findings are eye-opening. The nearly 30-page report reveals Loyola's support for the Confederacy and ties to slavery. Evidence of the first president of Loyola, John Early, actually hiring what were seen in the documents as quote-unquote servants. David Carey Jr. with the university says a student learned that was a euphemism for slaves. We can't really rectify and start to address racial injustice on campus until we can be very open and honest about that past. The task force is recommending the university University renamed Jenkins Hall, named for a soldier in the Confederate Army. That one is really crucial because it is a permanent marker on our campus. The school is also brainstorming ways to teach students about its past. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A lottery scam stole millions of dollars from victims, and now a grand jury has indicted two brothers from Landover Hills. Authorities say 32-year-old Dwayne Henry and 34-year-old Wayne Henry are charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud in connection with a lottery scheme where victims were told they had won and that they had to send in payment in advance for taxes and other fees before they could get the winnings. The brothers are facing up to 20 years in prison. Authorities say since 2020, victims sent in more than $3.5 million. Coming up on WTOP in Money News. What's a dill dinker? I'm Jeff Claybaugh. It's 11.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Now, traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, southbound 270, that's where all lanes are blocked between Old Georgetown Road and 355 as a result of the crash that involves an overturned vehicle. No problems on the Beltway itself as you make your way in Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Northbound on the BW Parkway delays, leaving 197 headed toward 198. Uncertain if we have anything stopped in the roadway there. Route 50 across the Bay Bridge. Foggy conditions continue, reducing your visibility, so please use caution. If you're traveling in Aspen Hill, southbound Connecticut Avenue after Weller Road, a single right lane gets you by the utility works on there. Traveling in the district, Vermont Avenue is closed between K and L streets as a result of the emergency work zone uh, from the earlier gas leak. Traveling on Independence Avenue in southwest near 17th Street, we had some police activity blocking all lanes. Keep in mind, if you're traveling in Virginia, you're in pretty good shape between Alexandria and McLean on both loops of the Beltway. No problems on 66 between Gainesville and Roslyn. I-95 looks pretty good as you leave the Springfield Interchange headed toward Fredericksburg with your travel lanes open. The WTOP Traffic Studios, furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, that's where affordable never looked so good. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. 
Eileen Whalen with the 7 News First Alert Forecast. Tracking a wet weather maker for this Thursday, so keep the rain gear on hand. Showers this morning will give way to a steadier rain later this afternoon. We'll also be tracking areas of patchy fog, but unseasonably mild for January. Highs in the upper 50s to lower 60s as we head into the overnight hours will remain in the 50s with uh, lingering scattered showers, drizzle, and maybe some fog. Now, tomorrow morning, kind of cloudy and drizzly in the 50s, but we'll break out into a little sunshine for your Friday afternoon with high in the upper 60s to lower 70s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. Clouds in 56 in Germantown, 60 degrees in Annandale, and it's also 60 in northwest Washington. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 1110 on WTOP Money News at 10 and 40 with Jeff Playball. Comcast is less and less about cable, losing another 342,000 cable subscribers last quarter, but its Peacock network added 3 million subscribers. Its new wireless business added 310,000 subscribers last quarter, and its studio revenue rose 59%, largely from the movie Oppenheimer. Higher mortgage rates... Equal higher monthly payments, so when they come down, so do those payments. The Mortgage Bankers Association says the average payment for a mortgage taken out in December was $2,100 a month, $80 less than just November. That's still $135 a month more than a year ago. Indoor pickleball court operator Dill Dinkers is expanding. It has four corporate-owned locations in Maryland and now franchise deals for 10 in Northern Virginia, and more than 100 nationwide. Dill Dinkers is a nod to the game. Dill as in pickle. Dinkers as in the dink shot. The locations have between 6 and 12 courts with fees by the hour. The Dow is up 64 points. The S&P 500 is up 18, almost a half percent. The Nasdaq's up 75 points. That's a half percent gain. Jeff Glabel. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Straight ahead on WTOP, more on the uh, GDP numbers out this morning for the final quarter of last year. The economy ending the year on a high note. What this means going forward. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger will join us. It's 11-12. When it comes to the NFL playoffs, you've got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. Dave Preston here and FanDuel, America's number one sports book, has all your favorite bets like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. And right now, every day there's an NFL playoff game, FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. For example, I could take the San Francisco money line, the over on total points, and Christian McCaffrey to score an anytime touchdown. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Presto if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5, unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. This one time, my parents had to round up the whole neighborhood to track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well, now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. 
including all my favorite super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my shows and... Ha! Found ya. The heck? How? You left to find my tablet on. This generation, ruining the game with their performance enhancers. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through March 20th, new customers can get started with 200 megabit internet for $25 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, save $480 over Verizon 5G Home Internet Plus in your first year. Switch today. Requires paperless plan and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rate supply. Actual speeds vary. Towards Xfinity Connect more 200 one-year promo rate to Verizon 5G Home Plus regular rate. OptumServe is the federal health services business of Optum and United Health Group. We're dedicated to improving health across the nation by bringing together innovative technology solutions with policy and analytic expertise. We leverage connections and data to deliver solutions that meet the broad spectrum of healthcare needs throughout the federal government. We bring data with deep insights from across our enterprise to help solve challenges facing the government today. To learn more, visit OptumServe.com. That's OptumServe.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1115 on WTOP. Nice to have you along. I'm Mark Lewis. GDP numbers out this morning. Showing the economy closed out 2023 with a bang, much higher than expected. Perhaps a good sign that the Fed's soft landing will avoid a long-talked-about recession. The gross domestic product, the economy's total output of goods and services, grew at 3.3% for the fourth quarter of last year. Joining us live as we dig a bit deeper into these numbers is CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Jill, break this down for us. How do we interpret this number? I think it sounds good in terms of where the economy is, but I think many experts had predicted a a lower uh, rate of the GDP. What does this mean to you? Uh, This is one of those cases where more is better. So you're right. Um, We were expecting things to slow down precipitously from the third quarter. The third quarter, you know, the Taylor Swift quarter, uh, that was the quarter where we saw annualized growth of 4.9%. That's huge. I mean, that's basically twice the pace that we have in any given year. So we were expecting maybe a 2% annualized pace in the fourth quarter, and we got a 3.3%. So what do we take away from this? Well, consumers spend and we love to spend. I mean, I'm not saying we don't like to complain because, gosh, we sure do complain. But we're spending both on goods and services, everything from food services or hotels and healthcare to pharmaceuticals, recreational goods, cars. That really did power most of the GDP, as did government spending and an increase in manufacturing investment. You know, for the whole year, interestingly, this was the year everyone was freaked out. They said, oh, it's going to be a recession, right? Well, for this whole year, what's really interesting to note is that GDP from the end of la- of 2022 to the end of 2023, right, we see an increase of 3.1% for the full year. That's the fastest annual growth that we've seen in about five years. So it was not a recession. In fact, it was the opposite of a recession. Any downside to the numbers as you look at them? You know, there's some quirks in this. I mean, there are reasons to believe that this pace of growth is going to come down for for lots of technical reasons. But let's just say that that's the case. Let's say that 
there's no way we're going to have three plus percent growth in 2024. Let's say it's it's below trend. What's trend? Trends means like what is what have we seen growth for? Let's say 2010 to 2019 before the pandemic, we would grow by about 2.4 percent on an annualized basis. We're probably going to grow by less than that this year, maybe one percent, maybe one and a half percent. That's kind of what the Fed wants, though. The Fed wants to see growth decelerate. That would be the so-called soft landing where growth slows down, but we don't go into a recession. And hopefully that slower growth would mean a pullback in consumer spending. And we would see inflation come back down towards the Fed's 2% target rate. Taking a look at this number, do you think this prompts any changes in interest rates? You know, the Fed's got a meeting next week. I just have this sense that they're all going to get together and they're going to be like, "Okay, we're not touching rates. But what do you think of the football this past weekend? That's kind of what I think is going to happen, because there is absolutely no reason why the Fed would touch interest rates, given the data that have been reported over the last few weeks. We know consumer spending remains strong. We know that growth is is certainly better than expected. And inflation, the rate has come down from the peak, but it's not where the Fed wants it to be. So they're going to keep the short-term interest rate, the Fed funds rate, likely at five and a quarter to five and a half percent, again, to 23-year high. That is great news if you're a saver. I'll get to the bad news. The bad news is if you're a borrower, it's still going to be pretty stinky. Mortgage rates have come down, but they have not come down substantially. The borrowing costs for credit cards and auto loans, everything is higher, and I get that. I think it will start to come down later in the year. But for this meeting, this is really going to be a postmortem on NFL, not on the economy. That's my guess. <laughs> All right, Jill. We always count on you to help us make sense of this. So thank you very much. Take care. CBS Business Analyst Jill Schlesinger. Let's get you to traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. We had the crash in Bethesda where southbound 270 was closed between Old Georgetown Road and 355. Now hearing that all travel lanes have been reopened with the crash clear to the right shoulder. Southbound 270 between Old Georgetown Road and 355. Still with delays remaining on southbound 270 as you head toward the Beltway. Otherwise, no problems on I-95. BW Parkway northbound slow as you make your way past 197, headed toward 198 with travel lanes open and available to you. No problems being reported if you're traveling on Branch Avenue southbound toward Dower House Road. Keep that in mind. Travel lanes were reported to be blocked as a result of some activity there, but now open. If you're traveling on 210 northbound headed toward the Beltway, you're looking pretty smooth. No problems in the district on I-295 or DC-295. But keep in mind, Georgia Avenue southbound near Madison Street. At last report, you are under police directs for the crashing there. Vermont Avenue in northwest remains closed between K and L streets as a result of the emergency work zone that involved a gas leak. If you're traveling the Beltway in Virginia in great shape between Alexandria and McLean, I-95 looks pretty smooth as you leave the Springfield interchange headed toward Fredericksburg with the travel lanes open and available. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and what will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin is joining us live as we look at these really mild temperatures up to 60 degrees right now. 
Yeah, depending on your location, it feels really, really mild. Even a little touch on the humid side, a little bit of patchy fog remains along with those scattered showers. And that's going to be the trend for what's left of the morning and then into the afternoon. Temperatures, there's going to be a widespread depending on your location. Let's use the district, Arlington, Alexandria, inside and close to the Capitol Beltway as a general range. Anywhere from the lower to middle 60s this afternoon. The farther north you go, it will be in the 50s. The farther south you go, perhaps even the upper 60s. It's going to stay mild overnight. We'll see another batch of rain move on through. Temperatures tomorrow morning, very, very mild considering the time of year. Highs for tomorrow, upper 60s to lower 70s. But a lot of that is dependent on how quickly we clear things out and how much sunshine we see. Don't get used to it. Cooler, unsettled weather on the way Saturday. Clouds will increase. Rain by Saturday evening. And it looks like it's going to be a washout with highs in the 40s on Sunday. Right now, it is 60 degrees at Tyson's, 59 downtown. And Wheaton also at 59 degrees. And Steve's forecast is brought to you by Len the Plumber, Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up, Gen Z is changing traditional norms when it comes to identity. 1122. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency on earth. And if you owe back taxes, the news isn't good. The IRS is raising the interest rate it charges on unpaid taxes. And further rate hikes are expected. Most people don't know it, but the IRS adds interest charges to your tax debts daily. So if you owe the IRS today, you'll owe even more tomorrow. And it doesn't stop until you get right with the IRS. The good news is getting right can start with one phone call to Optima Tax Relief. America's number one tax relief firm. Optima's tax professionals specialize in the Fresh Start Initiative, a powerful IRS program that can save you thousands if you qualify. In fact, the experts at Optima have resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. Call now for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Home sales can get complicated. Maryland Congressman Glenn Ivey provides perspective on how the government and the real estate industry can work together in a recent discussion sponsored by Bright MLS. You also need enforcement when there is actual discrimination. It might be a redlining issue in a community, and we've had some of those pop up over the last few years. And sometimes the Department of Justice has to intervene on those or state officials. It's still a challenge. We still have to make sure that they have the tools to enforce those things. To watch the full discussion, visit WTOP.com and search Bright MLS. Home. It's a fundamental human right. Today, multiple listing services like Bright MLS ensure that all Americans have equitable access to every home available for sale. Without the MLS, fair housing can fall short, opening the door for discrimination and unfair business practices. Supporting the MLS supports an open, clear, competitive housing marketplace where everyone has the same opportunity to find a place to call home. To learn more about the value of the MLS, visit brightmls.com open. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 11:24. Victims of school bullying have defenders. Science can now predict who they are. I'm Cooper Lawrence, health and wellness expert, and this is all well and good. When a kid is bullied at school in front of other children, experts say onlookers adopt one of three roles. They either enable the aggressor, defend the victim, or simply keep out of it. So who are each of these kids and can we predict who will defend the one being bullied? In a new study, researchers found a very specific personality type of the kind of kid who defends others. Those are the kids who are well-adjusted. They respect others and they're generally ethically responsible to the world around them. But second, they see themselves as popular.